Greetings, family. Shalom, shalom, salama, salam aleichem. Thank you so much for tuning in to another segment with your sister, Malaka Ba'ya, to the remnant and family. Today, I want to talk to you guys about the information that we're taking in. All information is not good information, and even all knowledge is not good knowledge family so let me just start off by saying um a a while back you know and I I bring this um I bring this situation up quite often because I learned so much from it so um about a month or so ago a couple months ago it was a couple months a couple months ago I was in a group and I went on to the group like Sending everybody good vibes, you know. Um, and first of all, let me just say I was my, my energy was really high that day. Or for um choice of a better word, my spirit, my my spirit man was really high that day. Um, very excited, very happy very pleased to be going back to work and you know I was just really feeling good and I wanted to share and spread that feeling but my choice of words uh threw some people off now up until then I really didn't know what new age practices were because you know I don't I just I don't deal in those types of things or whatever you know I'm strictly Torah Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, Apocryphas, done, you know. Um, So somebody says to me, you know, maybe reword what you're saying because it kind of sounds new age. And before I asked for more information, I got offended because I'm like, don't call me no new ager. You know, I've heard the term, but not knowing exactly what it was. So that that gave me um, a kind of a curiosity, if you will to know what this new age stuff was. Um, And I didn't look into it right away because um, I was more humbled um, and corrected because I saw that it was something that, you know, that um, didn't sit right. And instead of just apologizing and saying, you know, I'm sorry for saying something that made you guys feel uncomfortable or whatever, I got offended not realizing what... Um, what they were trying to express and what they were actually trying to teach me, right? So let me just, I'm going to share this with you guys about this new age stuff, right? Um, and, and believe it or not, it's really new to me. So it says new age is a range of spiritual or religious practices and beliefs, which rapidly grew in the Western society, in the Western society during the early 1970s its highly eclectic and unsystematic structure makes it uh let me increase this font here i'm sorry makes it a precise definition difficult makes a precise definition difficult so basically they're saying because of the structure of it um even giving a clear definition of what new age uh, i'm gonna say new ageism what that really is Although many scholars consider it a religious movement, its adherents typically see it as spiritual or 
unifying mind, body, spirit, and rarely use the term new age themselves. Scholars often call it the new age movement, although others contest uh, why am I having such difficulty here? Others contest its term and suggest it is better seen as a oh boy well, I don't even know this word as a Zedegist Zedegeist <laughs> I'm learning today y'all so the word here is Z-E- I-T-G-E-I-S-T. And I'm going to click on that because I don't know what that is. Uh, Zeitgeist. Okay. Pronunciation. Let's see. Pronunciation. That doesn't make it any better. Let me listen to it. Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Okay. Zeitgeist. Right, so that word is zeitgeist. So they would protest that uh, instead of calling it new ageism, it would be a zeitgeist. Now I'm going to say this. Um, I know that geist is another word for spirit, right? So this is probably why they all say, you know, it's a whole spiritual thing. Um, so let's see here. And, and, and this is reading up on what zeitgeist is. In 18th and 19th century... German philosophy, a zeitgeist, German pronunciation, uh, spirit of the age. Yeah, because I knew that the word geist meant spirit. Um, so yeah, okay. So here we go. Uh, is an invisible agent, force, or demon? And it, it, the way they spelled demon was D-A-E-M-O-N demon dominating the characteristics of a given epoch in world history. Now, the term is usually associated with George W.F. Hegel contrasting with Hegel's of Volgeist, national spirit, Weltgeist, spirit world. Its coinage popularization precedes Hegel and is mostly due to Herder and Goethe, other philosophers. Okay, I'm not going to go into this. So, okay, so we do see that um, it's a form of spirituality, if you will, right? And then we have here the Milu. And what is Milu? The social environment. Social environment. Context, social culture context or Milu refers to the immediate physical and social setting in which people live or in which something happens or develops. It includes the culture that the individual was educated or lives in. Okay, so pretty much going back here now, connecting it, um, it says that the term New Ageism and the people that follow it suggest it's better seen as a Milu or a Zeitgeist. Right. Okay. So now this brings me back to the topic at hand. I was talking to somebody 
yesterday and this person says to me, I'm open to all knowledge. I listen to everything. And that stuck with me like that's dangerous. That is dangerous. Um, There's a saying that I learned back in school, garbage in, garbage out. Listening to everything is, it reminds me of what Ahua, or some people say Hava, or, you know, Eve. It reminds me of what Hua did in the garden. She was supposed to only listen to what Yahuwah told her through her husband. Only. Okay? And she was warned about listening to the knowledge of good and evil. She was warned about eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I I hope that you guys understand that when you take something in to your ear gates, when you're meditating on it, when you're studying it, when you're learning it, that is a, a form of you eating it. It's not physical food, right? But it's word food. Um, it's spirit food. Okay. So, and that's what she did. She listened to another voice. She listened to the father and she listened to the serpent, which, you know, for me, it's equivalent to listening to everything. So for me, what this person was saying was like, you know, I can listen to you talk about the most high and I can listen to you know, this person talking about that. And I can listen to, you know, what science says about this. Um, and, and for me, I say that's very dangerous. Now, some people would argue and say, no, you know, you're not supposed to be closed minded. I disagree. I disagree. We are to be closed minded in the terms of we only focus on sound doctrine we only allow sound doctrine in right um so now with that being said um and you know i i do feel that it is good to have now that you know good and evil has been released in the world right i believe that it is good to have some type of a knowing about what's going on around you because look at how i didn't know what she meant by when i said you know sending you all good vibes so I I come to find out that you know people with the new age practices they go that's their lingo that's their language you know good vibes good energy whereas we that follow the father we follow him in spirit and in truth it doesn't say that we follow him in energy and in truth it doesn't say that we follow him in vibes and in truth you know it says in spirit and in truth so there is a difference there okay so let's read a little bit more about this it says as a form of western uh estos uh, i hate saying this word at all it's like a tongue tire for me estotericism right um western estotericism (laughs) and i know i'm saying it wrong esotericism Right? How do you say that fast? Esotericism. Yeah, here we go. The new age drew heavily upon esoteric traditions such as the occultism 
of the 18th and 19th centuries, including the work of Emmanuel Swedenborg and Franz Mesmer, as well as Spiritualism, New Thought, and Theosophy. What's Theosophy? What is that? I'm learning today, guys. I'm trying to click on it. It's not letting me. I'll look that up later. Theosophy. Spiritualism, new thought, and theosophy. I am not going to be satisfied until I know what this word is before I go any further. So family, let's just have a little song break and I'll be right back. Approach of the road, know me. 
mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and done this evil in your sight, that you might be justified when you speak, and be clear when you judge. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden parts you shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Elohim, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted unto you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O Elohim. Elohim of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Yahuwah, open up my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you desire not sacrifice, else I would give it. You delight not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of Elohim are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Elohim, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure unto Zion. Build you the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall you be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. Okay, I'm back, family. And whereas some of you may already know what this is, um, I'm really seeing the word and learning about it for the first time. So theosophy is any of a number of philosophies maintaining that a knowledge of God may be achieved through spiritual ecstasy, direct intuition, or special individual relations. Hmm. Especially the movement founded in 1875 as the Theosophical Society by Helena Bolovsky. Mm, okay, anyway, so now we know what that is. So going back, family, we can um, gather from what just this little bit that we've heard is that this new age thing is contrary to the Most High Yahuwah, his laws, his statutes, his commandments. Um, it is contrary to what we learn 
through uh, the teachings of Yahusha and the emissaries in the Basora. Okay, family. So for these reasons, we want to detach ourselves from anything that looks or even sounds like it. Okay, so right now we're living in the information age. Knowledge is increasing and family, all knowledge is not good knowledge, right? So in, in talking to the person, uh, we, we even got on to speaking about, you know, the flat earth versus the round earth and, um, you know, the person he's, he's making references to, you know, the pictures and, you know, all of the things that have been put out by the science industry for hundreds and hundreds of years. And uh, he says, well, you know, the math adds up. It makes sense. And the only thing that I could say is if I make up a math system, then I can make it make sense because I made it up. Right. But how about this? How about uh, there are different types of math? and formulas that go beyond just being mathematic and scientific. They're really rooted in spirituality. They're rooted in spiritual things, right? So if this is all that we've been taught and this is all that has been uh, released in the books, if we don't decide to go and say, you know what, I'm going to go beyond that and go straight to the creator and receive information from the creator, then we will continue to rely on what I call doctrines of demons. So that leads me to remembering what I read in the book of Enoch, that it was the fallen that taught certain sciences. Okay. And this knowledge that was obtained by our ancestors brought about the destruction of the world. So I say again, all knowledge is not good knowledge. It is not good to know certain things, family, because it's like once you know something, once you know how to do something, it's almost impossible for you to expect not to act upon what you know, not to use what you know, not to use what you have learned. Let's think about it. Before the first weapon, was created, right? There was no violence by weaponry. There was no, you know what I mean? But once those fallen angels came and they taught how to make swords, the first person was stabbed with a sword. You know what I mean? When they taught these weapons of war, what did we do? We used these weapons. Okay, so I want to get into reading a little bit. Um, and I know I've gone over these chapters of the book of Enoch in my series that I'm, you know, I'm still in, in that series on my YouTube channel. It's taken me quite some time to get through it, but I'll be who are willing. I will complete the entire book of Enoch with you guys. Okay, but for right now, I just want to go over who came and brought certain things into the world and how did Yahuwah feel about us learning these things? Let's go, family. Book of Enoch. All right, so we're going to be starting in uh, chapter 7 of the book of Enoch. So it says, It happened after the sons of men had multiplied in those days that daughters were born to them, elegant and beautiful. 
And when the watchers, the sons of heaven, held them, beheld them, they became enamored of them, saying to each other, Come, let us select for ourselves women from the progeny of men, and let us beget children. Then their leader, Shemiaza, said to them, I fear that you may perhaps be indisposed to the performance of this enterprise, and that I alone shall suffer for so grievous a crime. But they answered him and said, We all swear and bind ourselves by mutual execrations that we will not change our intention, but execute our, um, sorry, but execute our projected undertaking. Then they swore all together and all bound themselves by mutual execrations. Their whole number was 200 who descended upon Artis, which is the top of Mount Hermon. That mountain, therefore, is called Hermon, because they had sworn upon it and bound themselves by mutual execrations. That the, okay, I'm sorry, it doesn't say that, it says these. These are the names of their chiefs. Shimiaza, who was their leader. Araka Barimel. Akibel. Tamiel. Ramuel. Don L, Azek L, Sirach Nel, or is, did I say that right? Sirach, y'all know I go through this every time I try to read these names, right? Sirach Nial, Asael, Armorers, Batteral, Anian, Anani, Anani, okay? Uh, Zavadi, Sam Sav, <laughs> Sam Savel, uh, Ertael, Turel, Yomyael, Arizel. These were the perfects of the 200 angels. So it's, it says these were the perfects. So these were the leaders, right? <clears throat> of the 200 angels. And the remainder were all with them. Then they took women each choosing for himself whom they began to approach and with whom they cohabitated. Here we go with the teachings now, teaching them sorcery, incantations, and the dividing of roots and trees. So the person said to me, you know, the, the math adds up. These things, you know, there's evidence, there's proof behind them. So let's pay attention to this now. Sorcery, incantations, the dividing of roots. These things had evidence of their power, right? They learned these things. They used these things. And these things did things. You know, things happened because of these things. So, again, had no one ever learned how to write or speak an incantation, curses couldn't be laid on people. Sorcery wouldn't abound. You know, people wouldn't be using roots to cause supernatural things to happen in the lives of others. Once they learned them, then they knew how to do them. And once you know how to do something, it's it's almost impossible to expect you not to act on it, not to do it. Okay? So, again, this is why I'm saying all knowledge is not good knowledge. You cannot just be one of those people that's like, I'm open to anything. I'll listen to anything. 
You have to be careful. You have to be determined to say, I want to listen to what is righteous. I want to learn what is edifying. The knowledge that I that I obtain is, I want the only the knowledge that Yahuwah has for me. Okay? So let's keep going. It says, uh, I'm going to go here to the next chapter, which is chapter 8. So it says, moreover, Azazel taught men to make swords, knives, shields, breastplates. Again, these are what weapons of war. Imagine if there were no knives. Imagine if there was no fighting. They taught people to fight against one another. To take whatever they wanted. Because that's what they did. Those sons of heaven came and took the daughters of men that they wanted. And they did what they wanted to do. And they taught many things. The fabrication of mirrors. How much time do people spend in mirrors now? In vanity. Obsessing over what they look like. Imagine if there was never any mirrors created. How much time then would we actually take getting washed and dressed? No one would care what they looked like. You know, we would just, we would just get up and go. You know, we probably would not even have to get dressed. <laughs> but that's going somewhere else. You know what I mean? But think about it. You know, things changed. With the more knowledge, knowledge increased and so did wickedness and iniquity. Okay? So family, read, you know, for yourselves the more things that was taught by the fallen ones. Read for yourselves. I challenge you guys to go and read Enoch chapter 8. Or you guys can go and look uh, through the playlist that I have on YouTube to find the chapters because I really didn't want to, you know, get into the reading of this, but so much I want to stick to the topic. But this is very relevant. You know, even the beautifying of eyebrows and wearing makeup and coloring things and dyeing things. With knowledge, people altered the natural earth that Yahuwah created. When Yahuwah created, it says that he created it and he saw that it was good. So there was no reason to change anything. But when the fallen came and they started to teach things, that is exactly what we started to do. We started to alter things from the original way that Yahuwah had intended. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and profess to know everything about everything. I don't know nothing about anything. I know nothing about anything. You know, I only know from day to day what Yahuwah allows me to know. Hallelujah. But what I will say is I am not going to be so hungry to know. That's what Eve's problem was. She wanted to know so much. She wanted to know as much as Yahuwah did. I am satisfied with knowing only what the Father reveals to me. I am satisfied with knowing only what the Father has made available for us to read and to study from his word, from his basura from his Tanakh, from his Torah, from the Ketuvim, 
okay? That is where I am satisfied with getting my knowledge from. Now, um, and I'm not saying that all science is wicked and all science is evil. I'm just saying that there has been a lot of science used to hurt people, to make people sick, to control people. And again, like I told this person, for the last 1,700 plus years, the Jesuits have been in control of science, of even of, of the way we tell time, the way we observe things. You have to remember, like, it, it, it gets so deep, family. And, you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent about it, but I'm just going to say this. Be careful what you're listening to. Be careful what you're allowing into your ear gates. All knowledge is not good knowledge. And I'm sure that if our foremother, Hua, Eve, could have done it all over again, she would have chosen to obey the father only and not to obtain the knowledge of evil. Family, that's all I have to say on this subject for right now. But um, I, I want to encourage you guys to just stick with the script. Stick with the script. Anything outside of sound doctrine is dangerous. Keep your eyes on the prize. If Yahusha didn't say it, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay? And we understand that Yahusha never spoke his own words. He spoke his father's words. Right? Right? So, okay, family, until next time, thanks for listening. Oh, man, this is amazing. So the Ruach just says to me, no, you're not done. You're going to continue. Okay, so family, I'm going to just continue and I'm going to read uh, Enoch chapter 8. Okay, so. Moreover, Azazel taught men to make swords, knives, shields, breastplates, the fabrication of mirrors, and the workmanship of breastplates and ornaments, the use of paint, the beautifying of eyebrows, stones of every valuable and select kind, and all sorts of dyes, so that the world became altered, impiety increased, fornication multiplied, and they transgressed and corrupted all their ways. Amazarach taught all the sorcerers and dividers of roots, Armorers, the solution of sorcery. Barkayal, the, the observers of the stars. Akibel, Akibiel, signs. Timiel taught astronomy. And Asaradel taught the motion of the moon. And men, be, and men being destroyed cried out. And their voice reached to heaven. So look what came about. With all of this knowledge that they shared with the humans. Look at this. All this that came about. Let's keep going. Then Mikael and Gabriel, Raphael, Suriel, and Uriel looked down from heaven. And saw the quantity of blood which was shed on earth. And all the iniquity which was done upon it. And said one to another, 
the voice of their cries. The earth deprived has cried even to the gate of heaven. Hmm. So this is what happened. This is what happened once the knowledge of both good and evil was let loose in the earth. Family, cling on to what is good. Learn what is righteous. Learn what is acceptable to Yahuwah. You don't need to know everything about everything. Ask Yahuwah to reveal to you what he wants you to know. And you worship and serve him in spirit and in truth. All right, family. I have peace. I hope you hear me. I hope you hear me. And this word is not so much of a word for those of us that are already in the way and know to guard our minds and to, to be careful what we're allowing in our eyes. This message is more so for those that say, you know, I'm open to everything. There's truth in everything. So bottom line is these things that these demons taught, these things had power, but it was evil power. I don't want to learn evil things. I don't want to learn about that. I don't want to concern myself with that. There has already been judgment for the things of evil and the practicers of evil. So I need not bother myself with it or concern myself with it. And neither should you. Neither should you. So what if something can be proven by science? Is it righteous? Is it edifying? Did Yahuwah say, listen, this is what I want you to learn? Or did Yahuwah become very wroth with those angels that taught his creation those things? It's like, think about it. Okay, so you have children, right? And um, you have your, your first set of children. They left home. They left home and they wanted to do their own thing. They didn't want to follow your rules anymore. Right? So then you make some more children. You make these children now more like you. Right? So the first children that you created are going to be so jealous. They're going to be like, look at, look at this one looking like mom and dad. Look at this one being raised in the house or, you know, given, well, not raised in the house because Adam and Eve weren't raised in the house, you know. Look at these two that mom and dad created and they've given them a place to rule over and have dominion over. Jealousy. Jealousy sat in the heart of Hasatan and he was dead set on corrupting. Okay. So I do believe that these fallen angels went in the way of Hasatan. They went in the way of Hasatan and they did their own thing. Even though they promised, no, we're not going to deviate from the way, they were already deviating from the way because Yahuwah never told them to go and do what they did. Okay. They came in here with all of this dark spiritual knowledge that Yahuwah never intended for his children to partake in. And there you have it, family. Sometimes knowing too much is dangerous. I don't want to know anything past what the Father wants me to know. And that is how you should go about this thing too.
these days are growing shorter and more wicked and more evil. And I thank the Father for shortening these days because if he does not, none of us will make it through. Let's keep going. So verse 5 of Hanak chapter 9 says, You have seen what Azazel has done, how he has taught every species of iniquity upon earth and has disclosed to the world all the secret things which are done in the heavens. Bottom line, secret. Secret. These were heaven's secrets that were not to be disclosed to man when they were disclosed to them. Now, I don't know if at some point Abba was going to be teaching us these things himself. I don't know. And I don't want to go ahead of myself and say, okay? Um, but I know for a fact that it was not their duty to come and teach these things. He says, and has disclosed to all to the world all the secret things which are done in the heavens. Shemiaza also has taught sorcery to whom you have given authority over those who are associated with him. They have gone together to the daughters of men, have lain with them and become polluted. And some revealed their sins to them. The women likewise have brought forth Nephilim. Thus has the whole earth been filled with blood and with iniquity. And now behold the souls of those who are dead cry out and complain even to the gate of heaven. Their groaning ascends nor can they escape from the unrighteousness which is committed on the earth. You all, you know all things before they exist. You know these things and what has been done by them, yet you do not speak to us. And on account of these things, what ought we to do to them? What on account of these things ought we to do to them? So there was a penalty. There was a penalty to them for teaching these things. So again, to the person that said, I'm open to knowing all things. Nah, you got that from your foremother Eve. And you need to change your mindset. You need to have the mindset that says, I only want to know edifying things. I only want to know profitable things. I only want to know righteous and holy and set apart things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, help us, Yahuwah. Help us, Yahuwah, because we still thirst for too much knowledge. Some of us still want to be exactly like you. Now, I do want to be like you in holiness and in love, Abba Yahuwah. But I understand your position as the creator, as the esteemed one, as the only one who deserves all of the glory and all of the honor. I am satisfied with what you want me to know, Abba Yahuwah. 
and more knowledge I do not see. Family, we have to be careful. Hasatan was there. He was there with the father when the father was creating. So there are just things that him and his cohorts know that, that have a, a power. But what kind of power? Wicked, evil, dark. Anything that is not from the father is evil, wicked, and dark. And should not be taking up too much headspace. Okay? Okay? So, with that being said, I'm not telling, you know, I'm not saying be stupid. Don't know anything. Just be careful with what you're learning. Be careful. There's so much stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there, family. We have to narrow it down. Narrow it down. Wide. Wide, huge, broad is the way of destruction. All things. Right now, all things have been made available. Right? Both good and evil. But all things are not profitable to those living righteous and holy lives. It's just not. There's a scripture that says that Paul even said it. He says, all things are lawful to me, but all things are not profitable. Let's, let's take a look at that scripture. Okay, I got it. It's 1 Corinthians 10.23. It says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Family, we want information that edifies us and draws us closer to the Father. We want information that brings us into alignment with that small, narrow path that leads us straight to our Father. That leads us and guides us in the way that he destines us to go. Stay off that broad path. Right now, the world we live in is a whole information highway. Be careful with the information that you let in. I can't stress it enough, family. All information is not good information. Okay. Now, for a lot of us coming out of Christianity... Um, we were kind of left on our own to, to do what we wanted, not held accountable to anyone or anything like that. But I'm loving the fact that Yahuwah has risen up leaders in this walk with Yasharal, with Yehuda. He has raised up leaders. He's raising up leaders and teachers, leaders and teachers. And I say it like that for a reason, leaders and teachers. There are some that have what it takes to lead. They have the discipline it takes to lead, the organizational skills that it takes to lead, the exhortation skills that it takes to lead. But they may not be eloquent with words and able to teach. And then we have some who are amazing teachers, very eloquent with their words. They're able to break something down to the smallest 
piece of a thing to the, to the most minute form of a thing so that, you know, we can really take it in and, and understand it. But they may not have the backbone that it takes to lead. They may not have the organizational skills that it takes to lead. They may not have the ability to encourage and to rev people up. So that's what the leaders are for. But we definitely need these teachers. So again, I say in these last days, I'm so happy that the father is raising up leaders and teachers that will work hand in hand in getting us out of this place and into the promised land, getting us ready for Yahusha's ruling and reigning over us all. So family, with that being said, it is time to find leaders and teachers who can make this make this understandable. There's still so much that we don't understand in the scriptures because the teachers have been given the anointing to break these things down and make them simple. Okay, so anyway, I feel like I've spoken long enough, family. Anyway, family, until next time, guard your gates, guard your ear gates, guard your eye gates, and be careful with what knowledge you allow into you. Shalom, family. I love you. Thanks for listening.